Good morning. Welcome to Conversations with Friends with Mary Almwake, exploring ways to live our lives more fully in this wonderful world. We welcome your calls and thoughts at 242-7800. Conversations with Friends is brought to you on KAOI by Unity of Maui, where the heart is at home. Now, here's your host, Mary Almwake. Well, good morning, Maui, and my co-host, Jim Jacobson. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Mary. It's a gorgeous day. Wow, it is, and we just send oceans of blessings to everyone listening. You know, it's amazing how many people around the country are listening, thanks to your iPod. We have people all over the world who are listening and commenting, and thank you. And if you're listening here in Maui, you can listen to us on the, on, uh, the computer at conversationswithfriends.com. You can yeah. just streamline, but it's, you can it's go streamline, or you can put it on your podcast or on your iPod and listen to it via the podcast, which is where so many folks are listening to us. And, and a lot of people will be listening later on. So we, you know, in real time, um, we're always now, mm-hmm. and uh, to know that always now, the daily word is inner peace. Mm. And we're going to be talking with some great people today, John and Nellie Tyler. They're doing their annual workshop for loving relationships, just an awesome workshop. And right now, we're going to be talking with one of the most dynamic, new thought, visionary leaders, a man you're going to see on Oprah Winfrey Thursday. Thursday, everyone's talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. I told him we're stopping the whale boats and traffic for Michael Beckwith's debut on uh, Oprah Winfrey, and they're talking about this movie, The Secret, but Michael's a vibration. He is a gift from the universe, and we love him so much. Hey, Michael, where are you? He's not with us just yet, we were told by our engineer, but you oh. know, last week we, we had um, uh, John... Uh, uh, Men are from Mars. I can't think of his name right John now. John Gray. John Gray on, who was also in The Secret. And then months ago, Rhonda Byrne, who is the producer, the creator of The Secret, was on our show um, shortly after I saw it on the on the web. And it has sort of spread across. Now she won't do any interviews. So she did our show, and she did Oprah. And now I think Michael Beckwith is joining us. So, Michael Beckwith, we've been singing your praises. Probably you didn't need to hear all that good stuff. I didn't even hear it. Well, I know. <laughs> I know because you are it. You are the real deal. Are you driving a freeway in uh, California? I'm driving the freeway on the way to do a little filming out in Long Beach. Yes. And, uh, life is good. Life is very good, Michael. We we can't say we missed you on Thursday because your vibration blesses us and lifts us all the time. And we're so excited because this Thursday you're going to be on Oprah. And it's 4 o'clock on Maui time. And uh, for anyone who doesn't know Dr. Michael Bernard Bethwick, he is the founder and the spiritual leader of the largest New Thought congregation in the world, Agape International Spiritual Center. Is that the correct name? Yep, the Agape International Spiritual Center, a dimension of the Agape movement. And it's everywhere, and we certainly consider ourselves a part of it, the vibration and frequency. We have a lot of your practitioners over here. We're going to get our practitioner program going. And Michael, I'm Natalie Tyler. I'm here because I'm going to talk next about our workshop that we're doing at Unity, and we're also going to teach the secret and the law of attraction. Actually, the secret isn't so much of a secret anymore. <laughs> no, it's, 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 the secret is hiding in plain sight. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like gravity. It's available to everyone, but people, people just haven't thought about it. <laughs> so, so, Michael, I think, I think the question that we all want to know, because it's days away, is how was the taping? You guys did it last week. We did the taping uh, last Wednesday, yeah. and it went very well with myself, Jack Canfield, James Arthur Ray and Lisa Nichols, along with Rhonda Burns, who was the executive producer of The Secret. Mm-hmm. And Oprah was her authentic, genuine, uh, very endearing self. Um, so it was, it was, the audience was very, very participa- participatory. She asked us some questions, we spoke, we taught, and then we had some audience participation. We actually worked with a few people at some particular issues they wanted to work through, and we uh, shed some light on how the, these particular principles would assist one in, in uh, growing and unfolding their soul. And so it was very good. And Oprah uh, was and very, very happy about it. Any big surprises that happened during the taping? Um, no, I don't think there was any surprises. Uh, for me, I felt like I was sitting on the stage that it felt, I felt so expanded that I felt really in tune with her and very in tune with the audience. It, it just was a very expanded space of consciousness for me. So I was just responding in the moment to whatever occurred, whatever question was being asked or whatever was on. Did, um, 
But I think her her sense of um, caring, her her connection was was very um, pleasant surprise, very wonderful to to meet. Uh, those years ago, I guess almost two years ago, when you sat down to do the taping with Rhonda, did you and Rhonda and any of the people who were on that panel ever expect that this would bring you to Oprah's stage? <laughs> well, no, actually. I remember uh, receiving a call indicating that I would, I would I be willing to be a part of this movie. And um, and uh, that, uh, Rhonda Burns came to Agape on a Sunday on her way to Australia. And she already had the movie in the can, actually. I was the last person that she filmed. Oh, wow. And um, she saw me speak and said, you've got to be in it. And we filmed it that day. And it was after church. We, we set up one of, the, uh, off, one of the offices at the church, and um, we just went for it. And at one point, Rhonda said to me, well, I'm not going to ask you any more questions. Just, just say what you believe. <laughs> just started talking, and that's what you see there. Um, well, Michael, so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so, you know, you do it, and you never think about it after that. You, you know, the, the intention is to be a, a beneficial presence on the planet to, um, you know, to whatever you do to make sure it has value. And then you go on to the next thing. And so I was pleasantly surprised when I received it in the mail. I liked the way they did it. And, and to have this big response from the world is just amazing to me. Well, we've always expected it, Michael, and we're so grateful for you and the fact that you are a conscious yes. I've never heard you say no to any positive, honest request. You just say yes. We called you yesterday. You're landing on a plane. You taught three hours of classes this morning. You're in the car driving to another film, and you just said yes. So we've got to let you go because um, we know you're on a divine plan, but we're so grateful. And we want to tell everybody on Maui who's listening that Michael will be coming back with his beloved Ricky Byers Beckwith. We'll give yes. you the notice on that because his wife loves Maui. <laughs> and I'll tell you, <laughs> your <laughs> Ricky loves it more. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, that's what I mean about his yes. On their honeymoon, he came down and talked and sang. So, Michael, God bless bless you for everything. Mary, God bless you, and, and I really appreciate your wonderful spirit, your, the, with the energy you carry, and your community is extremely blessed to have you there, and uh, sister, and I'm so glad that we're together walking on the planet at the same time doing this work. I feel it every day, Michael. Give everyone an agape hugs. If you're listening on the iPod telecast and you're in L.A., anywhere near the L.A. airport in like within an hour and a half, look it up, agape uh, International Spiritual Center. Is that correct? Absolutely. And go there. Don't miss the opportunity. They have services. It is the most amazing vibration. We've got it on Maui, Michael. Mm. But, Absolutely. But we're doing it on the most beautiful island in the world. You're doing it right there in the middle mm. of freeways and, and smog and high rises, and you're what? just downloading spirit. All I see is a secret garden. Uh. <laughs> uh oh. I'm sorry. I don't want to break it to you, honey. Okay, you have a what? blessed day. You didn't notice him. Okay, honey, you just stay in that car now. <laughs> okay, we just want to thank you because we're we've got John and Natalie Tyler here. We are so excited. God bless you, Michael. Uh, I urge everybody to come out to that workshop to this Saturday. Really, yeah, it's going to be great. Just, just practice those principles and watch your life change. Yes, absolutely. Uh, good. Thanks, Michael. Good huh? to talk with you Mahalo, for my God. minute. <laughs> You're going to have it. You talked them all. This is John and Natalie Tyler. We're so honored to have them here with us today. When I got to Maui, they were well-known, and um, they are authors of a book called Happily Married Forever. This is such a cool title, Putting Love First, Making Love Last. They're co-directors of PAIRS of Maui Counseling Center. They are relationship experts specializing in couple therapy. And this Saturday, the 10th, they're doing their annual Valentine's Day celebration of love at Unity Church. Aloha, Nellie and John. John, we haven't heard from you. <laughs> Aloha, Mary. I'm here. <clears throat> Aloha, Mary. I'm glad to be here. Well, you know, when you get a lead in from Michael Beckwith, you just know it's going to be a good day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're honored to be here. Well, so this, how many years have you been doing this workshop? This is our 17th annual Valentine's Day Celebration of Love Play Shop. And 17 we call years. It 17 years. And, we uh, never missed a year. That's right. And you and Wayne Dyer. He's yeah. got 23 or something. Uh -huh. You're right behind him. All right. Well, we appreciate it. So this is relationship as a spiritual path. We're uh, early lovebirds. <laughs> uh, we invite you people to come uh, and have our workshop with us and love, learn, grow, and have fun. 
this is four days before Valentine's Day itself, so that by Valentine's Day you'll be celebrating your love more thoughtfully, more sensitively, and more passionately, and you'll deepen your commitment into a conscious relationship. What is a conscious relationship? Well, most couples don't realize the unconscious purpose of a committed intimate relationship is to heal each other's childhood wounds. So in a conscious relationship, both partners are aware of each other's childhood wounds and they are committed to helping each other heal those wounds. And we'll teach them how to do this. And in our workshop on Saturday, we're going to do a beautiful spiritual parent-child exercise to show these couples how to heal those wounds and evolve their relationship to a spiritual partnership. Molly and I did this last year, and it was such a great workshop. It really is It really is amazing because the tools that you provide are just so incredible. Thank you, Jim. And we'll also teach the necessary predictable stages that all relationships must work through. And we'll talk about the two most important ingredients in a conscious relationship, safety and passion. Okay, so we all know that first stage. Natalie, you want to tell us uh, a little bit about these stages? You know, when you look across the room and the sparks go off and you hear some enchanted evening. And if you're lucky, he looks back and thinks the same thing or she looks back, Mm -hmm. however you're wired. Yes, that is the first stage. That's the romantic honeymoon, psychotic, delusional (laughs) stage. When two people fall in love and think they have found the perfect partner, they don't know yet that there's no such thing as a perfect person. And this stage can last for months. One man told me yesterday that the stage lasted for eight months, and then they got got into the next stage, the power struggle stage, and they got divorced. Instead of realizing... (laughs) So they got married in the first eight months? Yeah, they got married. They they just fell in love with each other, and they got married. And for eight months, it stayed in the romantic stage. So, is it, do you think there's an optimal amount of time? I mean, do these stages range in how long they so, last? Sometimes the romantic stage lasts a year. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it lasts more, and usually it lasts a few months because then people have to get real. I don't need this. <laughs> people have to get real. And they become who they really are, and then that is the next stage, the power struggle stage. Oops. And that's when many couples, they either got a divorce, not realizing that's just the next stage, not realizing it, or they just stay and fight for the rest of their lives, just stay and bicker, or they stay but withdraw from each other, so nothing wonderful happens. Or they break up, or they come to therapy with us and come to our workshops. And they learn that it's a stage, and so they can work through it. They don't. Ha- they set. They need to individuate and separate and get real and stop pretending. They become who they really are, and they become authentic. What's the? Ne- is there a third stage after so those two? Let, let me just break in for a minute here because I think it's so important. This power struggle stage is a critical stage yeah. because a lot of people, not knowing it's just a stage, think that this is the way their relationship is going to be. F- for the rest of time, and that's why they leave or just bicker and fight or withdraw from each other. So it's real important to understand that this is a necessary stage. You do have to go through it in order to evolve to that next stage. And what I'd like to do is just um, talk a little bit about our personal situation to help understand this uh, so that you and the audience can see what happened with us. Okay. This was at the beginning of our relationship. We went through the honeymoon stage and just fell in love and had a wonderful time. And then we began to be our true selves, and we were actually very different. How, f- how, how long did that <laughs> first stage last? I think we all last? noticed that. From each the, fir- other. <laughs> the first stage lasted, I think, for us about six months, as I recall it. I, think? I remember it lasting a year. Yeah, it might have been a year. It's a long time ago. Yeah. So what happened is that uh, I'm a quiet guy, and I like to read a lot. Yeah. And Natalie's uh, very vocal and verbal and likes to talk a lot. And I grew up with a father who was critical, so the words I heard growing up were not happy words, and I learned to tune them out. By reading a lot. And I just went withdrew into my books. And so when Natalie would want to talk with me or, or would have a problem of any kind with what I was doing, I just tuned her out and I wasn't listening. And I criticized him more, and I told him he was a reading addict (laughs) or book addict. And, you know, I'd been looking all over the world. I went to every psychological conference in the world looking for the perfect man. And one of the things that was important to me was a man who read a lot, a man who read at least as much as I do. I didn't realize that it meant many hours a day. (laughs) (laughs) 
So anyway, she would criticize my reading, and I would withdraw more into my reading and tune her out, and we were in this vicious power struggle cycle. And more criticism. And all of a sudden, we realized what was happening, because we are psychotherapists, and we're supposed to understand this stuff, and we finally did. We finally did understand our own processes, and so we made an agreement with each other. We were out in the in the cross country world of Western Massachusetts. We were skiing in Massachusetts, and it was snowy. Everything was snow, just snow and us. Beautiful. And um, Natalie turned to me and said, "I'll tell you what. I promise I won't criticize you anymore if you will promise to stop whatever you're doing and listen to me for for at least ten minutes." And I was so, all of a sudden, I realized this was what I really wanted. This was the answer to all of my childhood dreams of yeah. how to have a nice life. And I said, yes. And it just echoed off the mountain. <laughs> he screamed, yes. And the yeah. mountain just echoed back, right. yes. <laughs> so uh, that is a great pause because right at that moment, the power struggles got on the verge of the next <laughs> stage, right. which we're going to hear about when we come back. But first, we're going to hear about the people that make conversations with friends possible every week, our sponsors. So if you'll put a pause on that right at the edge of the, oh, and then what next? And the mountain yeah. saying back, yes. Um, we want to hear from you more than ever. There she goes. She's <laughs> if you could be in here, they're just sweet they're sweet lovers, and they're doing a <laughs> and workshop. And you've been together how long? Twenty-two years. Twenty-two years, and this is the real thing. So these tools work, and you know what they work? It's this cup. This relationship workshop is for couples and any couples in any committed relationship, but it works in your workplace. Oh, a lot of yes. these tools, you're gonna. Your boss and the people you work with are going to have family of origin issues, and when you understand yes. how this works, everybody in your life is an opportunity to heal. It's very exciting stuff, Harville Hendrick's work. Okay, we want to hear from the wonderful people, and thanks for listening. Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwick is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242 242- Nine three two seven. There's a reason that Hawaii's premier mortgage company has successfully completed over $2 billion in loans for the people of Maui. With over 20 years of experience and a 99% loan completion rate, Trisha Morris and Premier Mortgage have earned the trust of thousands of Maui homeowners. Where mortgages are concerned, don't leave anything to chance. Go with number one. Call Trisha Morris and her team of magicians today. 874-8800. That's 874-8800 for Hawaii's premier mortgage company. And now, back to Conversations with Friends. On the air, and we want to thank one of our sponsors, which is Real Estate Maui Style. And, and I Myrna love Stone. this magazine, Jim. Real it Estate is. Maui Style. It's free everywhere at the markets and longs. All over. And you see it all over. Wherever you see those racks of magazines, this is the one you want to pick up. Because if you are interested in real estate or interested in just getting some great reading material about what's happening here locally, it's a fantastic magazine. It does have very useful ads and a who's who directory of, of people in the real estate community but what's so wonderful is the the content the articles that are in here and great photography and and that's why we're so pleased that real estate maui style is our sponsor yes and it promotes this wonderful um art show that's down at the maui arts and cultural center of uh photographs of maui not photos excuse me original oil paintings of Mm -hmm. maui Mm -hmm. that were taken by or done by bailey Mm -hmm. the famous artist and then now new modern artists going to the same site and using their own unique style Mm -hmm painting the same site so that's on display what a great thing and then about the humpback whales and of course if you read the paper you know that they're back and you know that this is a sanctuary and we haven't been as um as wise as we might be with these amazing creatures who carry the whole history of the world with them um uh, the government is going to start um low sonar testing again and we need to stop that Mm -hmm. because the whales can hear for thousands of miles Mm -hmm. so their ears are much more sensitive than ours you can just imagine someone came in and just played heavy metal for you (laughs) all day long in a closed room and just as loud as it could do and 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 this is 
10 times more intense for them. So for anyone that has compassion, we invite you to um, read the article, and then we invite you to contact your senators and your congressmen because they're there for us. What a new idea. They're there there for us. us. So anyway, we we do want to thank Myrna Stone and Real Estate Maui Style, and we're so grateful. We do also want to tell you Unity Church now is meeting at the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Kahului. We're so grateful to that beautiful Seventh-day Adventist congregation. They meet on Saturday, Mm -hmm. and so we have a beautiful home on Sunday. Right at the it's, intersection of Punene and Wakea. It's right there, air conditioning, parking, children's church, wonderful music. Oh my goodness, it's awesome. Our choir's singing this week. It's just over the top. Last week was Marty Dread. Mm-hmm. It's that just was, That was surprising. It was wonderful. It was so touching last Sunday's service. It was so service. beautiful. Ram Das came and last week, the week before, Antion came. It's just a wonderful place to come in and, and experience the presence of God. And then for those who love the silence, and I'll tell you, that's where it's at mm-hmm. 9 30 9 30 to 9 50 mm-hmm. right there right before the service in the sanctuary so um take a look uh, another thing go online we got a new website a gorgeous website unity on maui.org and it's got all our classes and fabulous classes including the one we're talking about now this saturday pairs relationship experts i think experts is a good word for john and Allie tyler because they live it they do it and they work through it and so they're not teaching from a book they're teaching from they took these principles and they made a great relationship and it shows natalie and john were right on the verge of um what it is that allows these uh, relationships to unfold but you said in the beginning that there were um another stage yes and uh, i want to mention that I had a childhood where my parents didn't listen to me. And John had a childhood where his father was always criticizing him. So I was looking for a listener. I was looking for attention. And he was looking to not be criticized by reading all the time. And we learned that about our childhood and how we were bringing those patterns to our relationship. And we just decided to stop that. And he said he would always stop reading for 10 minutes and listen to me. That was so many years ago. Because now we're just, I think he's become the extrovert who likes to talk a lot. <laughs> and I just want a little more silence, just a little more time to read. I think we've really learned a lot from each other. Yeah, I, and I think it's important to to realize this is what happens when those childhood wounds are really healed. Yeah. That you you reclaim the parts of yourself that you had buried back then when they didn't work for you. I had buried the part of me that knows how to listen. And this is even even though you are, as you said, psychotherapist, you just it's, you just weren't aware of it or dealing with it in your own lives. And that's what this type of work does yes. is, it, well, is it brings it to the fore and you can address it and then heal it. That's yes. an excellent point because this will not come up typically in your friendships. This mm-hmm. is going to come up in your intimate relationship because that's the closest thing you have as an adult to your family. Mm -hmm. And that's when these deep-seated childhood issues start to surface. And that's what makes relationships so much interesting work for us because it's uncovering those patterns. And it's fun. And so when people decide that they realize this is a stage and they're tired of fighting or they're tired of wanting things they can't have, next comes the learning and spiritual transformation stage. And that's what happens at our play shop. Last, first you go through the romantic stage and then the power struggle stage, then the learning and spiritual transformation stage. And last but not least is real, deep, evolved, forever love. And it's not a stage. It's a deep, blissful, life-affirming, safe, passionate, joyful, connected, spiritual path together. I'm signing up. (laughs) Oh, I got to get my partner. Oh, no, I like that part. Okay, you want to read that again? I like that. It's a real, deep, evolved, forever love. You yes. got it. Yeah, I yeah. love that. It's blissful, life-affirming, safe, passionate, joyfully connected, spiritual path you take together. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Wow. And you we, just make really marriage look it. good. We really <laughs> feel it. We feel it all the time. Mm. Even when we're going through stress, like we just moved. Oh, we, yeah, they just went through a move from uh, Kihei up country and from a big house to a small house. Yeah. What's that like, and how do you use the tools that you guys teach in those stressful situations? Well, one of the main things we did was to understand each other and how we deal with that kind of situation. What's hard for me is not necessarily what's difficult for Natalie. Give me an example. And so, well, I have a lot of trouble with things not being where I can find them. Mm-hmm. And so I was very careful to take certain things and put them where I'd be able to find them when we got up there. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I can't what, find my vitamins so right. far. 
And um, I had a wonderful green box with all different vitamins, and mm. I can't find a beautiful uh, purple blanket with angels on it mm-hmm. that we'd snuggle up with when we were watching TV. But I think the most important thing for Natalie is to have all of her beautiful things where she can see them and enjoy them. Uh-huh. And so, the, so that different was priorities there. Different priorities yeah. there. And, and what we did was to communicate a lot about it as we went along. Yeah. It's been amazing. We haven't had a single disagreement. No, no, no. Because it's, we've been together long enough to just love each other too much to say anything that would hurt the other person. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really Is that it? I mean, do you sometimes get tempted to and then you catch it? Or does oh, the, the no. Thought not we'll even say come? it in a loving way. The yeah. only time in a conscious marriage that you're allowed to criticize each other is when you're doing a daily temperature reading, which we give to everybody who comes to the workshop. Yeah. And there's a place to say your appreciations, and there's a way, a place to say what I... Uh, observation yeah. with requests for change. Walk us through that, because that's, uh, that's one of the cool exercises that you'll be doing this Saturday, but this temperature reading okay. thing is you kind want of a us cool to thing. Do yeah, it? go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I appreciate so much how you've been so patient when the, in this move, and how you've been so competent and got everything turned on. Thank you. And I new information is that I love living there with you. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and I'm so glad. And I can't wait to get in our heated pool and our hot tub when you learn the directions. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, I think the request date may be coming. That's, that's, Am I jumping ahead? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you heard it. You heard uh, it. Uh, question. Do you think if you look at the directions, you'll learn how to, uh, how to uh, heat the pool? I certainly hope so. And I plan to do that as soon as we get home. <laughs> If not sooner, right they'll be here. racing out of here. At conversation with friends, another Obs- marriage saved. <laughs> Observation with requests for change. I observed that you're so busy in that getting your computer done and getting mm. every emails out to people to come to the workshop that you haven't gone outside. And my <laughs> request true. for change is for you to go outside and let's work it out to get in the pool in the hot tub, no matter how busy we are. Okay, I'm I'm with you on that one. And my dream is that we will fill this workshop with such loving people who will mm-hmm. learn so much and will be so happy. It will be so much fun. I agree. That's your turn. Okay. Well, I can't tell you how much I appreciate how you've been so understanding through this. Every time I've gotten into a place where I was worried where something was, you told me, don't worry, it'll turn up. And you were always right. And so we found the knife in the we salmon steamer. We found the steamer. knife and, and <laughs> the salmon, the salmon steamer. steamer. Yeah, that's of course this that's where very the, deep stuff here. That's where the knife would be. And I love the fact that you snuggle up with me every morning and every night, and kind of heal everything that's gone on during the day. And my new information is that I'm really feeling much more together about where everything is in the house, and I'm learning where things are that I can function in that environment, and I'm liking it too. Uh, my question is, um, what's the first thing you want to do to have some fun up there? Swim. All right. Okay, I'll make that happen. Um, my observation with requests for change is that I just I would like you to also uh, relax with me and have more fun while we're up there and take some days out and balance our days between getting the house organized and having fun. Yes. Okay. And going to Unity. Yes, we do need to go to <laughs> well, Unity. Well, they haven't been at church for five Sundays. Does the minister notice it? No, it is. I can't believe Well, we miss them. They bring such joy and love, and yeah. they come in hugging everybody. And our hugging time has been shortened by three uh, minutes yes, since you're I not there. I believe it. And yeah. I miss it. Uh, no, thanks, it, it's such a nice vibration. But no, you're at Unity. You're just a part of our family. Uh, so. One of the great things uh, about this workshop that John and Natalie are doing is that everything it's, you're donating the proceeds to yes. unity yes, yes it all goes to unity all the money goes to unity well you are so great and that was a great process mm-hmm. now is that easy to learn do you give them do they yes. have a little yes we do exercises and we do guided imagery and we do oh all right, me- music and and what mary asked is is it easy to do this daily temperature reading and we oh. will Give every participant in our workshop will get a, a card with that. I was just going through my billfold. I have it in my. Oh, good. I'm glad. Are, you, are okay. you and Molly doing it? We are. Wonderful. 
course, so, I can't so find Jim, it right there it is. There you See, go. I have it. It's, okay. it's well used. Yes. Yep. Oh, I'm so glad. Dog-eared, so Dog-eared, yes. Well, Jim Jacobson is getting married September 8th, for anybody who oh, doesn't wow. know. Gosh. It's been pushed back a little on bit. On my birthday. On your birthday. That's what we're doing. It's Natalie's, it's a Natalie's birthday marriage. <laughs> very special. Very auspicious day. Very auspicious. So they're, they're, you're practicing this? We are. I think the tools are wonderful, um, and and what's so great about them is that they are short things that you can do. And they're you know once you get the things, the basic of a temperature reading, or another uh, another tool that we learned last year that I think is great is the Mad Sad, sad Glad Mad Sad Scared Glad. I miss the order sometimes, <laughs> um, but you, so long as you articulate each of those things, it's so interesting. And then to distinguish the difference between mad and sad Mm -hmm. is really interesting Mm -hmm. Uh, so there's some amazing tools now are these things that you developed or did you have you Uh, we developed some of them and some of them uh, we uh, got from going to Harville Hendricks workshops and we've changed it a lot and I think we've made it more spiritual just more fun Mm -hmm. we we put a lot of more fun into Mm -hmm. it and I I would say that about half of it are things that we developed yeah and they're easy to use they're practical and they're tools that any couple can learn and the key is to use them because your relationship is a little bit like a garden and you can you can have a great start with your marriage and your honeymoon and the first few months but like a garden then if you don't tend it on a regular basis then pretty soon whatever you planted is going to die and you're going to get weeds mm. what do you so. see is the biggest problem in, I mean we're coming Valentine's Day is just is just a you know mm-hmm. next week um, what do you see as the biggest problem that that couples face well i think it's that they don't have the two most important ingredients in a relationship are safety and passion and i think that it's in some relationships one person may not feel safe and there may not be enough passion and a person doesn't feel safe if they don't have a no leave contract it means that if they have a disagreement the other person might leave Mm. So we suggest that people make contracts. The first contract may be for three months, and then it'll be th- for three years. Our first contract was for three months, and right. then it was for three What's, years. Tell me about the contract. I mean, is it literally a written contract? Oh yes. yeah, it's a yes, written contract. You and you just and you. We, ours said what that if we ever if we ever got to any into anything that we couldn't work out ourselves, we would go to therapists who do the kind of work we do for at least five years before we break up. <laughs> That's a no-leave And contract. we meant it. That is yeah, a no-leave oh, contract. How, how far into it were you before you made the five years? Oh, maybe. I was, wasn't that so the first few months? Oh, no, wow. we did the three months, and then oh, we yeah. did it a little longer. I think at the fir- after the first year, we said, you know, this is working. This stuff works, and if we ever lose sight of that fact, we're going to sign ourselves up for as long as it takes yeah. to get mm-hmm. it back, and, and yeah. that's how it's worked for so us. So you think five years? Because I mean, that's that's a huge commitment, and oh, yet yeah. half the marriages P- people in come to us for five years, and they're, yeah. uh, those people are they've graduated. They're such good friends of ours now Absolutely. because they're so healthy. I, yeah. th- I think <laughs> once what, what, what this does for people using these tools and and having the safety of the no leave contract, then they see hope. And hope is the, mm. the the fertile soil that you need to grow your relationship. Well, I want to say some of the other things that people need to feel safe. They need to have no violence, no criticism, and no addictions. Well, we understand the no violence part, but what do you mean by no criticism? Um, people don't need criticism to grow. People grow in the soil of love. And so when we just told each other our observations with requests for change, and every day we do our daily temperature reading, if we keep up with it and we tell each other our, not our criticisms but our observations with requests for change, we don't have to criticize each other. In a conscious relationship, there is no criticism except when you have agreed to do the daily temperature reading. And we keep it. Yeah, as the one who has the criticism phobia, if you will, from mm-hmm. growing and the up, one who, I can. Who loves to criticize? I can vouch <laughs> for the fact that um, there are ways to express your opinion and your desires for change without blindsiding and character assassinating your partner. Those are the bad things and, about the criticism: is that they come out of left field. You don't see them coming. They knock you for. They knock me for a loop. And people yeah. don't feel and safe. I, I stop functioning. And right? this is where is this where your haircut thing comes in? Oh yes. Oh. The haircut <laughs> yeah. thing. I, well, I'm a student of John right. Uh The haircut tool, I think, was one of my I'll, favorite I'll, tools I'll because teach you how to do that. Okay. Um, Jim, may I give you a haircut? 
Yes. Well, yes. Now. Yeah. Ask me for how long? <laughs> for how long? One minute. Okay, for one minute, you got it. I really love you and Molly, and you were. It was such an addition to our workshop that when you were there last year, and I'm mad at you because you're not coming this year. <laughs> Now, ask me what you have to do to get so out of So what do I have to do to get out of the doghouse, Natalie? You have to tell two other people how wonderful the workshop was and come next year. Then you'll be out of the doghouse. Okay. Anything else? Is, no. Do you agree? I, do you, I, 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 yes, I agree. I will do that. Not only will I do that, I'll do that live on the radio. Okay. Uh, you're out of the doghouse. Okay. Thank now, you. Now, how did the haircut get you in the doghouse? I don't get no, the no, connection. No, you're in the doghouse before you do the haircut. Oh, Literally. he so was haircut? in the doghouse with Because oh, I'm not okay. coming. Because he didn't so come. So so but I didn't criticism. get the setup. I haven't been in the workshop. So, okay. So, when someone gets in the doghouse, like they've done something a little irritating. Yeah. 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 Then you tell them. And then, and then you say, can I give you a haircut? But yes, you ask right, permission. So. If the person says no, that's not what I need now. They're not willing to hear. You have to accept that. And the that. brilliant so thing is how long. So how the haircut and the doghouse so get then he knows I, I'm, that's, that's what I'm working he's, on. I'm back here. He knows here. he's in the doghouse with me because I asked him if I could give him a haircut. Okay, so that's your cue. That's and just, then just he doesn't want me to be mad at him anymore. So he says, what can I do to get out of the doghouse? And I told him, and he agreed. What if, what if he really wants to get out of the doghouse, but he doesn't want to do what you've asked him to do. I would either need to think of something else that I'd be willing to get him out of the doghouse, or he might stay in the doghouse. But most everybody can think of something yeah. that they ask for that will make them feel better and let the other I person mean, out of the doghouse. So house. you're trying to give it the light touch. You're uh, trying well, to give it without making it too heavy. Like yeah, he knows exactly. what I, I'm upset about. I can't bear it because he and Molly added so much. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's understandable that I've been mad about it. But it's also understandable that I could think of some things for him to do so I wouldn't be upset about it right. anymore. And the cool thing that I really like about it is that it has a time limit to yeah. it. Yeah. That, I think, yes. John and I, John and I, yep, we yep. like that. Because well, you can't you feel keep like, going. Yes. No, it's like, one like some of us women can. They go we on can and on keep and on going. And, yeah. and as John said in the workshop last year, I think um, – you know, you basically all you need to say you can say in a few minutes. I right. mean, after a few right. minutes, you're just basically droning on, and say that's on where and the other the person thing. goes, "Okay, yeah. I got it. I hear yeah. you. I hear you." Exactly. Yeah. And and this is part a key to the safety idea mm-hmm. of the relationship because you you are asked for permission to let you know that you've done something wrong, so you're respected right away. The person who's in the doghouse is asked, can I tell you about this? And you say yes. So you have a partnership going into this. And they and know feel, for how long. They and they, and it's time limited. And that creates enormous safety for someone <laughs> like me who is sensitive to criticism. He, I don't want to hear it for very he long. He could think I'd go on and on and on like some people do. But he only I say to him sometimes five minutes. He's willing to take three minutes. That's his limit. Yeah. And I love it. I can get it all out. If I had more than three minutes, I'd be saying the same thing over and over. And I'd get bored, and so would he. These are great so tr- techniques that uh, they're going to teach in their workshop this Saturday. But we're going to get in the doghouse if we don't take a break. <laughs> so we're going to take a break, and then we'll be right back with Conversations with Friends. Thanks conversations with Friends with Murray Olmwake is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327. There's a reason that Hawaii's premier mortgage company has successfully completed over $2 billion in loans for the people of Maui. With over 20 years of experience and a 99% loan completion rate, Trisha Morris and Premier Mortgage have earned the trust of thousands of Maui homeowners. Where mortgages are concerned, don't leave anything to chance. Go with number one. Call Trisha Morris and her team of magicians today. 874-8800. That's 874-8800 for Hawaii's premier mortgage company. And now, back to Conversations with Friends. We also want to remind you to pick up a copy of Real Estate Maui Style um, at at markets and drugstores and all around the island. You're going to not only hear some great information about houses and land for sale, but you're going to get to know who's who, and you're going to get some good insight into what's happening on this beautiful island of Maui. And for those of you listening around the world, we're just uh, welcoming you to know that peace and aloha is right where you are. Um, and we're just so blessed to have you listening. We're talking to John and Natalie Tyler, who are talking about their workshop this Saturday at Unity at High Street, because we meet on Sunday morning mm-hmm. at the Seventh-day Adventist Church. But 
Our classes and workshops are on High Street. We would invite you to go online, unityonmaui.org, and pick up the catalog because we have all kinds of things tonight. Tai Chi. We've got um, some great things coming up, breath workshops and uh, grief workshops and con- conscious communication, um, nonviolent yeah, communication, just a, a whole bunch of classes. This Wednesday night, my favorite class, I'm teaching the Jesus class. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been looking at Jesus' life as a metaphor for our own transformation. And this week we're looking at the parables and in a deep and profound way as, as spiritual practice, as truly the path. We just watched the secret. There wasn't one one idea in the secret that Jesus didn't download in 40 parables 2,000 years ago. Uh, and, you know, there's just truth in everything. So we also want to invite you to know that we have the Byron Katie workshops on uh, Monday nights, and the next one is February 12th. Very, very powerful work for relationships or anything in your life that you want to work on. Uh, Flavin Clayton is, is great. She's a wonderful facilitator of the work by Byron Katie, and those are questions that will... Uh, profoundly influence you and and help you turn around anything that is bothering you in your life in your life and i will tell you this so we have a saturday workshop a week from saturday 17th february 17th the soul's language a workshop on sacred poetry this guy his name is john fox is world famous and i heard we're he char- i heard i heard uh they charge like three thousand dollars for a workshop I want on his the website, mainland right yeah. so he's <laughs> yeah, pay, yeah, so this is 9.30 like to 4.30. Um, and that's a week from this Saturday, because this Saturday we have John and Natalie we Tyler. we got to back to that, because I want to say the two things that all relationships need are safety and passion. And I didn't tell you yet about the passion. Passion? Oh. We like passion. Some passion. of the ways to keep passion in a relationship are caring behaviors. We have couples make lists of their caring behaviors that they want from their partner, and then they trade lists. And surprises, he put one day, he put a message, uh, uh, I was, uh, you, I think I was shopping, and I come the, well, out, there's a note on my car. Right. And, and I said, a, an attractive woman like you shouldn't leave her car open because you never know when somebody might come along and hide in the back seat or something. Oh. But I'd really like to get to know you better, so call me, and I gave her my phone number. <laughs> That's cute. Oh, it was so exciting and so romantic. And well, I guess there are two ways of looking at that. I know. I suppose if you were in a bigger city, that might not be the same no, response. No, we can get away with that on the <laughs> And, and and surprises and high-energy fun, which is fun to do with where nobody has to win or lose. And conscious lovemaking, which mm-hmm. we're going to talk about a little bit at our workshop. Yep. And wh- how some of the ways people learn are through music, poetry, guided imagery, couple experiential exercises, and lots of love and laughter. And we do a tour of joys and gratitudes. Right, well, this is part of the couple sharing what's good about their relationship. This, this, we're, this play shop, as we call it on Saturday, is a celebration play shop. We're not going to be doing heavy lifting there. This is about celebrating your relationship and making it even better. Yeah, th- this isn't one of those things where you're going to be renounced tears and, no. like, and, no. and dyads. It's no. really a very fun play shop. Yeah. I really recommend it. And some things that people do, the people do, the couples do to each, with each other, we give a guided imagery and they talk to each other about what it brought up for mm-hmm. them privately. Mm-hmm. So everything people don't have to know the whole group doesn't have to know right. everything that couples I remember need to last work year through. Ken and his wife were wearing those yes. very funny yep. um I don't know. Antlers. Antlers is the best way it is. And it was very hard to keep a straight face. So Uh it really is a fun thing. (laughs) You never know what's gonna happen at these work at these play shops. We have music and poetry and uh, guided imagery and lots and lots of connection. And you don't have to be a churchgoer to attend our workshop because we've talked a lot about unity. Our workshop is spiritual, but it's not religious. You don't have to uh, be taught any dogma. If you want to come and meet us first in order to feel safe to come, you can call us at 573-0097 and we can arrange to meet before the workshop. One woman who came to the workshop last year said she was in a love bubble for weeks. And I saw her, I saw she, her with her husband just a couple of weeks ago, and they told me the bubble hasn't burst. And we've had couples coming for the first time after hearing us on the radio, and now they're best friends with another couple they met there who are working on enriching their good relationship, and they coach each other's fair fights for change. 
which is something they learned last Valentine's Day. Fair fights for change. A fair fight for change. Fair. Like That's the operative like that. word. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's a, another couple who were about to get a divorce, and their smart lawyer told them to come to our workshop first. They're not divorced, and they're coming again this year. Put him, put him out of a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so remember, it, it's at 483 High Street, Unity Church in Wailuku. And you can call us at 573-0097 or call Unity Church at 242-9327. And it's all day. And if you want to call us to ask us more questions before you decide to come, that's fine. 573-0097. We're really excited about it. So now, when they sign up, they get a couple of your books. Right. And some flashcards. And yes. And Miracles Healing Relationship cards. Um, now, do they bring lunch or? Uh, yes, yes. Bring, yes. A, bring lunch and something to drink, and there's a refrigerator to put it in. And a mat, a mat to sit on the floor. Because we do some exercises on the floor, and it's important to have some comfort for yourself. So okay. If you have so like a, 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 you know, a foam mat or a futon or something like that to bring that. Okay. And, you know, you can always go in our offices and pull the pillows and stuff off the couches and stuff. Don't ever hold back. Okay. So this is this Saturday, and we do invite you to either call the church or call John and Natalie at uh, that new number because you've just moved. Right. Yes, you've I just write moved because I, I, In fact, you've got your old number on this. Uh, it's 573-0097. We'd love to talk with you and answer your questions because we're very excited about this work. This work is part of our spiritual path. Yeah, yeah. We do get to we do get to deepen our own relationship every time we teach workshops like this. You mean I'm going to fall more in love with you Saturday? I certainly hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and you so get that hot tub going, it could be <laughs> really there you go. That, there's there's the passion. There's the surprise. <laughs> Valentine's Day, you know. Is that a people have all this stigma associated with Valentine's Day? You hear, oh, it's just this commercial holiday, it's just a thing for the card companies or the chocolate companies. What do you guys think about Valentine's Day? I think it's a way to express love, it's just one more excuse to express your love to your Valentine. Yeah, I, I think it highlights what we do all year long, but something about Valentine's Day just creates it's like a holiday, it's a celebration of that particular aspect of your life. And so we welcome it from that standpoint. Yes. And I don't, I don't, I don't like all the, the hype and the hoopla that goes on with it either. But it's when we the work that we do is so tuned into relationships that I think Valentine's Day is a plus for most relationships. So I have to say I'm in favor of it. Before we got married, when we were courting each other, we each sent each other the same Valentine. Do you remember mm, that? Yeah. <laughs> there were two people sitting on a porch, two old people sitting in rocking chairs on a porch, That's and you right. open it up, and I can't so, remember what it said. I said, come grow old with me. Oh. oh you I guys can't. were at the same card shop and bought it? <laughs> no. Yeah. That, was in different towns. That's amazing. <laughs> now you know you're connected then. Exactly. Exactly. That is a, a beautiful thing to realize that you know the call of the soul. And you had shared that um, you just have such a sense that you were connected many, many yes. times before. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, just, it's a great time, isn't it? It's just a great time. I do love Valentine's Day. Um, I, uh, I love all the ways we were reminded, you know, mm -hmm. Thanksgiving, the, because yeah. we want to live in perpetual gratitude, yes. not one day a year of mm -hmm. stuffing down the food that you can eat, but what a reminder yes. that, that Gratitude opens the door of the floodgate for yes. the holy season and the birth of love. I love Christmas. We we celebrate every holiday there is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and on Maui, there's like 15 I never <laughs> yeah, heard of. Yeah. I love That's it. You know, it's kind of like being in India. They have a holiday or not a festival. They call them festivals, festival, not holidays. Yeah. But all the time there's a festival going on. And, boy, everybody mm -hmm. celebrates. And what I love there is the Buddhists are much less likely to be throwing a festival. But the Hindus all the time. And they're, they're right next to each other. Mm -hmm. And so here's this, the speakers. Because a Hindu, I don't think, has ever met a speaker they don't love. I mean, you know, the loud. I mean, they're high tech. They are so happy. And right next, there's the Buddhists in silence. And oh, they, it's so beautiful. And they get along beautifully. Yes. They have mastered acceptance. Yes, so it doesn't matter that uh, lots of noise or uh, silence. There's just a joy and a sharing yes. of a common space. That's amazing. So they've embodied a, a lot of what your practices yes. do. You know, in the Western world, we need tools yes, to we help do. us yeah. create yes. loving flow. Because once mm -hmm. we're there, love flows. But boy, yeah. getting there. Getting yeah. there. We, we teach some of the Buddhist philosophy also at our workshops. We teach compassion. 
Mm. And that comes from what we've read uh, mm. in Buddhism. Mm. And it's really so beautiful mm. to just feel the other person maybe getting on your nerves, to just feel the compassion mm. and find out what's really happening, what the mm. person's going through. Do you need to come to this workshop in a couple? You need yes, both, both yes. parts. Okay. Now, what happens if if someone's listening right now and they, they want to go, but you know what? There's no way my husband wants to go. I can't drag him. What? what Why you, did you think it was the husband? Well, we were just <laughs> saying. <laughs> well, you know what? Tell him to call us. Yeah, what call. happens when the husbands yeah. don't want to come and they talk to John? Yeah. Something happens well, that they see. It's really okay for men to want to come. What, to what I like what this. I like about that aspect is that men. Uh, really like to be good at whatever they're doing. Mm. And the trouble with men in relationship, nobody teaches us how to have a relationship. Nobody teaches us these skills. We learn from our parents growing up and depends on what kind of relationship they had. So when men are, are, are finally realize that this is a skill that they can learn mm. and they can do it well, and it's a level playing field because the women who are more skilled at relationships have to follow these same tools and practiced by these same rules. So everybody's the same and everybody's equal and everybody's equally skilled at it. And often that allows a man to say, okay, I'm willing to take a chance. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to go and see if I can actually learn this stuff. Mm -hmm. And it, that can make all the difference. And that makes a huge difference it to is be highly huge. skilled. When, it is when you know how to do something. And that's a wonderful Buddhist awareness is to be highly skilled. Yes. Skillful uh, behavior. Yes. Exactly. Is, is a spiritual practice. And yes. some people that think they're spiritual don't get that being effective is a spiritual practice. Right. So, you know, skillful means, and um, Gene Houston says that all sin is just unskillful behavior. That's, <laughs> that's beautiful. That's right. Unskillful that's right. behavior. Because uh -huh. if you knew how love worked, uh -huh. everybody yeah. would want it. Right. right. And in every relationship, and I'm delighted you're doing it for couples, but we hold an intention. We all become highly skilled at loving oh, yes. and learning. And growing. And, and in the future, we want to do one for singles to yeah. teach them more about what they really want so mm -hmm. they'll understand right. when they have a date with somebody that they have an argument with, it may just be some power struggle that they need to work through it. Boy, the power struggle before the romance. Man, that's no fun. But I've had a couple of those. You know, you know, it fits right in because we're going to close today reminding everyone that we have begun the Gandhi King season for peace and nonviolence. And like Thanksgiving and like Valentine's Day, the season for peace and nonviolence invites us all to practice harmlessness and compassion all the time. And um, or it, within our intimate relationships and in our family, within our workplace, when we're driving down the road and letting people in and being mindful of people and loving and picking up trash and doing it with love in our hearts as opposed to, I wonder who the turkey was that dropped this rather than, oh, thank you, I get to clean it up, <laughs> I get to create. And today's word for Season for Peace and Nonviolence that we're using is dreaming. Mm. And we're just focusing on this February 6th day that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. had a, a huge dream. And it was way bigger than equal rights and people voting. That was a foundation. But it was for a beloved community, a world that awakened, a world that had great compassion and great caring. And so it's given to us to carry this dream on. And your workshop is one of those tools. Yes. Everything yes, becomes a learning. Yes. And this opportunity we have during these 64 days, which started January 30th, and we'll conclude on April 4th. But we're extending it this year because the Dalai Lama is coming to Maui. If you haven't all heard it, April 24th and 25th. Oh, what wait. an honor. And if you haven't oh, got your tickets, wait. they are on sale now at the MAC. Um, you can get it. There will be a free day for, on the first day of first come, first serve to be in the vibrational field of His Holiness. The Dalai Lama is the greatest honor. When I was in Dharamsala last year, the whole vibrational town of Dharamsala lived compassion. Mm. So we invite you today to make a choice for peace. We invite you also to join us at our Sunday celebration service at the Seventh-day Adventist Church at 9.30 in the silence, 10 a.m. for the Sunday celebration service. We'll see you again next week right here in Conversations with Friends. And don't take a breath without loving. Aloha. Aloha. Aloha.